Hello and welcome to the Four Comic Junkies podcast. When the comics aren't enough and you need a little extra fix. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, I like that. You're listening to the smooth, sexy sounds of JJ and Corey. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's all right. <laughs> now, um, 10 hours of jazz. <laughs> um, yeah, so this podcast is a proud member of the <coughs> Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Go to batman-on-film.com for all the latest, greatest, matest, fatest. I hatest you. <laughs> anyway, go there for some cool Batman news and reviews. Yeah. Anyway, so Corey's back. Hey, JJ, how's it going? Oh man, it's, I don't care. Okay, <laughs> it's going. It's it's going pretty good, you know. Got, That's good. Uh, just got over my birthday. Yeah, happy uh, belated birthday. Thank you. I was not hungover the next day. So good, excellent. Two, two years in a row. Excellent. All right. Good job, man. Yeah, I know how to control myself. Very good. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, sorry, that was... Why are there seven bottles of vodka here? <laughs> so, I mean, I only remember drinking six of them. Anyway. hey <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty gross. Um, but yeah, so uh, Corey's suggestion for today's uh, topic is underrated DC characters. And uh, and I didn't have to, have to think long about this one, actually, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because... Uh, with the movie coming out, my first thought was Black Adam. Yeah, actually, he was like the first one I was going to bring up too because I got a got a trailer for it uh, yeah. prior to Love and Thunder, which I saw last night, Same. which was a lot of fun, by the way, in case yeah. people are listening. Uh, fun, definitely a fun movie. Second, um, Marvel movie to come out on my birthday. Really? Yeah, the first one was uh, Spider Man Homecoming. Actually, you got two for two then. Two good movies. I know, I know. In five years apart, I was thirty, and now I'm thirty-five. Oh my god. Um, I mean, I'm 28. I'll be 44 this year, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be 43. I keep screwing it up. That's uh, that's how you know you are getting old. You start screwing up your birthday year. Yeah. Well, not year, your age. Yeah. Yeah. You, have to, like, you see those memes that's like how it feels to scroll on my for my birthday, and it's like the price is right. Yes, right I have <laughs> seen that one. Yep. I'm like, yeah, it's <clears> a little <throat> bit like that now. I'm no longer in the 18 to 24 or even, even the 25 to 34 bracket. Nope. Nope. So that's fun. But uh, anyway, we're talking, uh, I guess now, Black Adam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what did you think of the trailer? I, you know, the, I enjoyed it, but in my head I was like, this just, this just feels like a generic superhero movie when mm-hmm. I feel like they could have done more to, there were little bits of it, but they could have done more to explore what makes Black Adam unique. Yeah. And, and that's... Besides and that's, just being willing to kill people. Right. Yeah. And it's like, that was sort of the big takeaway. And it's like... And, and and it's just a teaser trailer. I'm sure we'll get a bigger one, and then mm-hmm, the movie will mm-hmm. delve into it. Uh, well, let me ask you, what do you think of The Rock, though? I think he's a great casting. You know, I mean, yeah. definitely looks the part. I, he's entertaining. I don't think I've ever seen anything with The Rock in it that I didn't enjoy, at least. Yeah. Um, I was a little confused, and this could be a total red herring, but in the way the trailer, at least in my opinion, made it look like he didn't really get his powers from the Wizard Shazam. Yeah. But, I mean, that was established in the first Shazam movie that there was a failed champion right. prior to Billy. I, again, could be a red herring, but it, it kind of looked like he was powerless until some kind of explosion or something. But it, it, <clears throat> Yeah, it, it did. Uh, and I, I don't know what... I don't know. It was So that was a little strange. Um, but, I, you know, and I, I agree with you about The Rock. Uh, I think he's come a long way as an actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, you see, like, the, the Mummy movie he was in, the... <clears throat> the Mummy Returns, yeah, and he's 
pretty terrible. Pretty, <laughs> I don't think I've seen a mummy movie since the original. <laughs> like the 1931 or the Brendan no, Fraser not, one? <laughs> like the first Brendan Fraser one. Yeah. So let me tell you, the Tom Cruise one, way better. Really? No. I was going to say, like, you're the first person. When I was in Universal, uh, after we went to the, we did like, a, my family and I went to a trip, on, to, we did Disney and Universal, and we went to like a, a little stage show about how they do special effects in horror movies, ah. and afterwards, you know, as you were being funneled out, you had to go through a gift shop that had all the different classic creatures in it, and I'm like, well, they built this all a little too soon. <laughs> Because then the mummy flopped terrible. Well, th- that's the funny thing is that the mummy flopped, but then they just went in a low budget way with the Invisible Man, mm-hmm. which I really enjoyed. Um, oh, I didn't even know that was part of that extended I, universe. I don't, it's 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 not because <clears throat> they ended up reshaping it. Mm-hmm. I think because I think mm-hmm. Johnny Depp was going to be the Invisible Man or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then when the mummy flopped, they dropped all those plans because yeah. if Marvel's taught us anything, it's only they are allowed to have a cinematic universe. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> apparently. Um, but yeah, um, no, I, I heard a lot of complaints that The Rock's just playing The Rock in it, and I was like, I was like, you know, but I think he's he's a good enough actor that it doesn't bother me, you mm-hmm. know. It's mm-hmm. sort of like Schwarzenegger is always Schwarzenegger, yeah, you know, like yeah. it's it's fine, you know. And plus, I think a movie like Black Adam, we're talking about underrated characters. It, that movie's not going to sell unless it's a movie star. Yeah, when we were watching it, my friend Matt turned to me after the trailer and goes, is he a good character? Like, I mean, people don't really know who Black Adam is. Right. You know, so, which is unfortunate because he's one of my favorite DC guys. You've read 52, right? Yeah. Yeah, 52, for me, is what really sold me on Black Adam. Same. You know, that was uh, the first time I really had, you know, read anything substantial with him in it, and uh, it was just incredible. That Really, that whole run was incredible, and I may or may not bring, be bringing up another character from 52 uh, for an underrated character, so a little foreshadowing there for you. All right, all right. But <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. <laughs> um, I think w- the other thing that about the movie that, that I'm excited about, at least, is that it's actually kind of filled with underrated characters. Yeah, you get, yeah. You get Cyclone, Adam Smasher. Um, Hawkman, Dr. Hawk- Fade, yeah. Um, kind of going toward a JSA, for sure. I, You know, and it makes me wonder if they're going to do, like, a JSA HBO Max show or if they're going to spin off uh, into uh, another movie or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, but Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fade. Oh, my gosh, brilliant. like the best casting ever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you, you know, like the helmet looks kind of cool. Like it doesn't have eyes on it. Like yeah, I looking. it was very odd looking. It may be like a helmet that like constantly morphs or moves around. I, I think it is because I, I pre-ordered like the, the Funko Pop mm-hmm. and like half of it looks like uh, like there's more detail to it and the other half doesn't. Interesting. So I, so I think there is some sort of shifting nature to it yeah and that was the other part of the trailer that confused me a little bit was that like he's narrating it but i didn't feel like i was like shouldn't he be narrating like who black adam is as opposed to who black adam could be yeah right. <laughs> you know it's just it's kind of strange but um but yeah but um uh, yeah so 52 and then what what the heck was that other story that uh, Peter Tomasi did? It was the Dark like, Age. Yes. Yeah, that okay. was great. That uh, was great. I, I reread that a few months ago. Just it's you know with Black Adam trying to make a deal with uh, Faust, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. oh my gosh. Um, and you know it, it's one of those things where some of these characters it just it surprises me how these writers like how brilliant they can be. Mm-hmm. They come in and mm-hmm. just go like. Well, I think Black Adam's more than just a you know a villain to Shazam. Like we can actually give him some heart and some story. And it's like, 
and you know maybe we'd roll our eyes at the time well we, we wouldn't have because we didn't know who he was mm-hmm. but then like we read the stories at, like you know 52 or dark age and it's just like like holy shit like this is really i think they're re-releasing dark age I think um so in a new trade just to kind of give people some reading material to get them to learn more about black adam did you see that they, they have like the comic books that are tie-ins to the movie no no the hawkman one just came out this week um and I think there's going to be more for the next couple of weeks nice. Nice. Uh, for all the JSA characters. And I was like, hey, you know, I kind of miss that. I miss, like, the comic book tie-ins mm-hmm. from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they don't really do those anymore. Um, so to see that is, is pretty cool. Although yeah. I guess there is going to be one for <laughs> The Flash next year. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and The Adventures of Barry Allen in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, uh, dear the, God. The only thing I really want to say about that is that uh, I call bullshit on Warner Brothers saying they can't reshoot because uh, we all saw that horrible lip mustache or attempting to get rid of Henry yeah. Cavill's mustache. Yeah. So don't tell me you can't reshoot a few scenes. Speaking of uh, Henry Cav- Cavill, Cavill, right? Cavill. Um, I have a prediction about Black Adam. And so you heard it here, folks. You right. heard it on this day when you're listening to this. I really do think Shazam and Superman are going to show up at the end to fight him. Yeah, I, I hope so. I think, and I think it's going to be Cavill. I, I, I think it, you know, like, why not, though? Yeah, you exactly. Know? Like, if I, everything is canon now yeah. and they're just saying, like, okay, these are just stories or whatever, um, you know, just don't be so embarrassed about it. And I, I really liked Man of Steel. Yeah. Well, and um, I liked Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yep. I did not like BVS. I know you disagree on that. <laughs> We've talked about that. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, use the guy. He's fantastic. Yeah, and he's, he's just not getting good material although like i argue that his arc in the theatrical justice league i I really enjoyed yeah um and it it just the problem with it was that it just felt out of left field because he he wasn't like that in the other movies no no. um but but i did still like what they did with him in zack snyder's justice league Mm -hmm. um but either way uh but no i i think there's no reason not to have him exactly like, you know it's like, and people have been clamoring for it and there's been yeah. subtle hints of, no, not really too subtle hints about it over the, like the last geez when did they announce the Black Adam movie I feel like eight years ago or it something was like forever ago yeah you know? yeah so and, and and I'm confident in it because Dwayne Johnson you know like he you know he's like the busiest guy in Hollywood he can mm-hmm. do whatever he wants kind of mm-hmm. so if this is what he wants to do and he was happy with the script then I think we're in for a treat yeah and they, they've had long enough to work on it yeah you know, so and especially like with COVID and everything, and mm-hmm. uh, but because it was supposed to come out like last year, I think. Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah, they pushed everything back. Yeah, and and then they keep pushing everything around. It's annoying. Yeah. But and like Warner Brothers is notorious for that kind of shit, though. Yeah. <laughs> they just they, uh, you know, they'll announce stuff and then take it back or just never release it, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it just it blows my mind a little bit because I'm a little because I'm sitting here like, look, man, like we just want good stories. Yeah. And it in a you know, and you're annoyed that Marvel is releasing all this stuff. It's like, well, Marvel has a plan. Yeah. And they know what they're doing. Even if the only person who knows is Kevin Feige, he can, yeah. you know, yeah. wrangle everybody else together. And, you know, in, in your case, you're just like, I don't know, uh, what should we greenlight? A Flash movie? No, let's greenlight a Joker 2. <laughs> <laughs> a musical Joker 2. A musical two. Joker 2 with Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. Uh, I which, don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, I mean, it could be interesting, but I also think... From where I'm sitting, I, I was like, you know, what would be a much more interesting story for that is if it was uh, Bruce Wayne and the Joker, mm-hmm. like if they were both in Arkham together or something like that. Something. 
but you talk, we're talking about underrated DC heroes. I, I think my I think in my opinion the most overrated DC character is Harley Quinn. Oh yeah, I like her, but I mean she is just everywhere now, and yeah, she, it's like oh. she's she's kind of like Deadpool in that yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. It, it just it, it it gets a bit much. Less is more, I think, with yeah. Harley. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I, I I do kind of agree with you there. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm looking forward to season three of the show. So yeah, <laughs> that, I am too, actually. That'll be fun. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Black Adam, and, you know, even the Justice Society, it's like, these, so these are really great characters that I'm glad are finally getting some sort of exposure. Mm-hmm. You know, but then again, I thought the same thing 11 years ago with Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah. but, but then again, it's also like the people involved with that, I feel like, weren't as passionate about yeah. it as Dwayne Johnson is. You know, like Dwayne Johnson's even passionate about the... Uh, the Super Pets movie. Yeah. Like, and, I, and I love that. I love that it's yeah. this goofy take on everybody. Like, have you seen those trailers? No, I, you know, it's funny. I really try to avoid trailers now because okay. it, they just show so much. Like, there was one for that movie Nope oh, last yeah. night, yeah. and it was like, okay, I feel like I've seen the entire movie I, at this point. <laughs> I kind of thought the same thing. I turned to Jesse, and I was like, I think we just watched it. Yeah. Like, it was like three and a half minutes long. Yeah, and they answered a lot of the questions that people were wondering. Like, they really should have left it where you never saw what the heck they were looking at in the sky. Yeah. You know, but that's, unfortunately, I remember the Castaway trailer that showed that he got off the island, and I'm yeah. like, what the frick? <laughs> like, I remember that. I'm like, like come literally, on. The last shot of the trailer is him at the crossroads, and I was like, that's yeah. the last shot of the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know, and that, that's like a... But it is, so this has been a problem for a long time because that's like a twenty year old. I movie. know, right? Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, but Spoilers. If, he gets off the island. If you haven't seen it, I'll just tell you right now, you're fine. It's yeah, okay. yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it's okay. Wilson was the highlight. Yeah. Oh my god, I actually cried during that. Really? <laughs> yeah. When when Wilson like fell off the raft or whatever, <laughs> I was sad. I was like, oh my god. Did it's... you cry when Rumham floated away from Frank in the, in the Jersey Shore <laughs> episode of It's Always Sunny? Rumham. Rumham. <laughs> um. We should do a podcast on It's Always Sunny sometime. Uh, we should, absolutely. That would be should. awesome. Um, yeah. Have you, uh, you, uh, have you listened to their podcast, the Always Sunny podcast? No, no. It's, Who doesn't? It, it's it's the three main guys, and they, it, it's it, it's just them, like, they're kind of talking about the episodes, but usually they don't. They just- They tangent off yeah, on. they talk about, like, whatever comes to their minds. That's funny. So it's a little bit like the show where they're just kind of talking over each other the whole time. <laughs> Great. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But anyway, so uh, what other characters? All right, so it's my turn now, yeah. and I mentioned earlier 52. Yeah. I definitely want to give some props to my man, Booster Gold. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you've never read the old Giffen 80s Justice League International, mm-hmm. highly recommend it. Uh, it's a, just a goofball series that never takes itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then follow up with that, um, definitely take a look at Jeff Johns's Booster Gold run. Yeah. And then, of course, 52 as well with Booster Gold. Uh, and he was just, I mean, <laughs> him flying around with all these corporate logos all over his, yeah. uh, you know, because if you don't really know who he is, the big shtick about him is he's, I believe he was a janitor at the Legion of Superhero um, Museum in the future. And uh, he stole a Legion ring yeah. and went back in time. And he has this little computer that flies around with him named Skeets. Yeah. And Skeets has like an incomplete history of events. Yeah. So he wants to be famous, so he'll ask Skeets, like, hey, you know, where's a robbery today? And Skeets will tell him he'll go and he'll thwart that robbery. Yeah. So for him, it's all about, you know, or at least in theory, it's about his, you know, um, publicity. Right. But in reality, like, he learns the lessons about what it means to be a real hero and right. stuff like that. 
Yeah, I, uh, I, I love, you know, and we could probably make this about 52 even. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, like, uh, I, I loved his arc in that because he, and even into the Jeff John series, like, because mm-hmm. he really learns, like, oh, I, I shouldn't just be this glory hound. I, I do need to have a higher purpose mm-hmm. because he mm-hmm. becomes the character Supernova. In yep. It. And so that was, I remember that when the comic was coming out, that was a big mystery. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, who's Supernova? And everybody, I don't think anybody guessed right. <laughs> yeah. Because it looked like uh, <coughs> Booster Gold was killed. Yeah. yeah and, uh, which I, I remember being really, uh, when I was reading it, I was really sad. I was like, they, they killed Booster Gold? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It's like halfway through the series. And then, you know, it's revealed to be Supernova. That's a whole thing. It sounds a little confusing, but... It's it's not really when you <laughs> dig into like the eighteen different stories that are yeah, happening right. throughout fifty two. Um, you know, I love. Uh, um, so he's in an episode of Smallville, uh, okay, like one of the last episodes actually, and uh, they, and I guess like the direction they gave the actor was like just basically be Ron Burgundy, <laughs> and, and that's kind of what he does, and he's hilarious is he perfect. that's awesome if you watch any episode of smallville yeah i would recommend that one because yeah i think you'd love it especially uh now that i think about it he kind of reminds me of uh the guy kind of looks like uh uh anthony star who plays uh, homelander mm-hmm. on the boys do you, mm-hmm. watch, do you watch the boys i don't watch it but i've seen that actor okay yeah and yeah. he's 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 amazing yeah uh, i don't think it's the same guy uh but he was I, but i remember when that episode premiered and a lot of fans including myself were like you know, this is before like hashtag movements like did anything. Mm-hmm. But you know, saying like they should make a spinoff of Booster Gold with that guy. That's funny because he was so good. Because um, he was like, you know, he shows up to Clark and he shows the Legion ring and he's like, um, he's like, you know, he's like, uh, I know some friends of yours and he's like, oh, you're part of the Legion. He's like, well, not exactly. They're, <laughs> they're, they're kind of just acquaintances. <clears throat> That's funny. And and then later he's like. He's like, yeah, you know, he's like, but Skeets, because they had a limited budget, is just a Bluetooth thing on his ear. <laughs> but, like, he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, I, he's like, you're right about me, Clark. I wasn't a, I'm not a superhero. I stole, he's like, I stole the suit. I stole the ring. I even stole Skeets. And Skeets is like, affirmative, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Skeets is great. Yeah, that's the ticket. That was one of my favorite. I don't even remember what he said, but, like, Booster said something dumb, and Skeets was like, yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> um, in the uh, Justice League series oh my gosh justice league unlimited the crowd oh my gosh that is that might be my favorite episode of the entire thing because they put booster on crowd control and yeah thanks green lantern the one he said it like five times yeah he's like i'm not green lantern and he winds up saving the the whole world from that guy who turned into a black hole while everybody else is fighting mordrew right oh my gosh that was such a great episode and like it's such a great ending too where Batman's like, I thought I told you to stay on crowd control. And he's like, I did, but you wouldn't. This whole thing. He's like, ah, forget it. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, Skeets is voiced by Billy West, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, who does like, he's like Fry and Stimpy. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, so classic. Classic. Legendary voice actor. And he's just perfect in the role. Along with uh, Booster, I also got to give some credit to my other, one of my other favorite comic book characters in Guy Gardner. Oh yeah, um, he yep. was he was freaking hilarious in Justice League Unlimited. One of my favorite arcs was when if you don't know Guy, and again I'm not speaking to you because I know you do, but yeah, I'm yeah. speaking to the listeners. Right, right. Um, he's a Green Lantern. He is a, like a chauvinistic pig, um, very abrasive, um, very bullheaded. But he's got like a good heart down deep. It's just under layers and layers of asshole, uh, <laughs> which uh, I like characters like that. You yeah. know, I like, I like yeah. the Red Hood, you know, the characters who are like heroes, but they, they've got like a, 
uh, a kind of a tragic story and they kind of they hide it you know but behind layers of like toughness Um, but (laughs) and again this Justice League International it doesn't take itself too too seriously there's an episode where Lobo shows up at their headquarters and guy is like in his face being all like "Ah, he can't be here and Lobo conks him on the head do you remember (laughs) this episode or yeah. this issue? Yeah, yeah. This story, yeah. Lobo just conks him on the head and like all of a sudden guy like becomes a nice guy. And he's like being oh, all right. he's being all nice yeah. to Black Canary and Ice and everybody's like, Wow, we like Guy Gardner now. And then he somehow he gets conked in the head again. He turns back into the jerk. <laughs> and <laughs> I never he doesn't remember, right? He doesn't remember. Yeah. And I'll I'll never forget a panel, a specific panel where Booster Gold is flying there and he's got Guy in a bubble in a little force field and Guy's like clawing at the bubble. Let me out, I want to get out. He's like, no, I can't let you out. <laughs> oh, man. I gotta, I don't think I've ever read that. I think I, I feel like I know it because you've talked about it yeah. a lot, but I've never actually I've got the whole, whole run on graphic novels and it's worth every penny. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Yeah, I, I, <clears throat> I, I'm super behind on stuff, yeah. which is such a shame because like I have like mountains of stuff to read and I keep buying more stuff yeah classic problem but uh, you know it's tough when you have a million things to watch and you know I get you know just so much stuff out there in fact we were I was talking with uh, another group of friends of mine about TV shows and we were talking about oh this is good that is good this is good and I was like do you remember when there were like 30 TV shows yeah (laughs) you know what I mean and like you know then they just you know every streaming service now has so many shows that it's making and movies and Mm -hmm. it's like you know you just don't have time to to watch it all so you just kind of go by word of mouth and what catches on um I I uh I've heard that um a a big like like Stranger Things being kind of the uh, exception because Mm -hmm. that's just been popular since it mm-hmm. came out mm-hmm. um but a lot of streaming things like kind of the reason there's so many is because they they kind of fall out of the public consciousness after a while mm. so you watch the show and then it's over it's like you know when was the last time you heard somebody talk about like moon knight or something yeah. you know because now it's miss marvel mm-hmm. you know and, and that came out at the same time as obi-wan mm-hmm. so it's like even though they're on both on disney plus they're sort of competing for attention and you know and they blame like audiences being like fickle and stuff and i don't necessarily think that i don't think audiences are fickle i just think you're giving us too much yeah so it's like we do kind of feel like if i only have like two hours in a day you know like because it's like you know my you know having like my kid over it's Mm -hmm. like i Mm -hmm. okay well i only have like two hours to to myself after she goes to bed yeah if that because sometimes i'm tired too. yeah exactly (laughs) so what am i gonna watch like exactly choose obi-wan because I don't really know Miss Marvel. No offense to that. I think representation's great and all that. And I love the kid that plays her. You know, I've seen her in interviews and stuff. She's so enthusiastic. It's mm-hmm. it's amazing. But it's like, yeah, but I'm more invested in Obi Wan because that was you know it's Obi Wan. You know, arguably the most anticipated Star Wars thing since they yeah. announced uh, Episode Seven. You know, I haven't even gotten to the new Stranger Things yet because I'm still trying to finish up like three other shows. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because I mean, you know, plus being a teacher, although now I'm off for the summer, but being a teacher, I bring home a lot of work, and yeah. so does Julie, and we try to watch a lot of shows together, and it's mm-hmm. like some nights, it I just doesn't happen. I'll tell you that I don't think she'll like the boys. <laughs> no, that one we have not decided to watch together. I don't even know so. if you'd like it, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, but I will say that don't read the comic book, because mm-hmm. I think the comic book, you know, I've said this before on the show, is is uh, gratuitous for gratuity's sake, Yeah. whereas the show, if it's gratuitous... It, at least it kind of fits the story. Kind of fits the story, yeah. Sometimes it's too much. 
and I'm a little bit like, all right, this is, this is too much. Like, yeah, that's a, and I think I've said this on this show before that that's kind of a, a critique I have, you know, Peacemaker started that way. Let's like, let's say how many times we can say the F word in the first five minutes. And right, right. even the Harley Quinn show started like that. And it's yep. like when they eventually get past the fact of that shock, Oh, we got the dragon viewers with this shock stuff. Then yeah. I think it gets better. Yeah, no, I, I just <clears> get, you know, it's like I consider myself somewhat liberal and progressive, but sometimes mm-hmm. I'm just a little bit like, ooh, they're saying the F word a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and, you know, we've talked about that before. Yeah. But, it, you know, so it is just a weird experience sometimes. Uh, and, uh, and and even with uh, The Batman, mm-hmm. there was parts where I was like, this, man, this is a little too dark, I yeah. think, you yeah. know. Um, but uh, uh, what other underrated characters? Well, I just real quick, I wanted to go back to, to Green Lantern, to oh, yeah. Guy Gardner, if Gardner. I could. Um, have you ever read the Red Lantern run? I think it was by Charles Soule. Uh, I read I read it a long time ago. I barely yeah, remember it. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things I like about Guy is he does have that kind of tragic past. He had an abusive father. Yeah, yeah. He was kind of the runt of the litter in a way that, like, his brother and sister were the two celebrated cops. His dad was an alcoholic cop, and then he was kind of the, like, loner, you know, kind mm-hmm. of um, black sheep. Right. Um, there was a great story I read not that long ago where uh, there were like random people who were becoming controllers, mm-hmm. and Guy, his dad was one of them, and he like came down to this point where do I have to kill my father because he is you know because the Green Lanterns use lethal force as a last resort, right. you know do I have to kill him to stop from doing these things? And the dialogue and that that thing was just brilliant. Um, I remember when he was fighting Arkillo in Green Lantern when he kept flashing back to getting hit by his dad and how he always had to get up, you know, like Arkillo's arm was bigger than guy's waist, you (laughs) know, so, but he beat him in a hand to hand, no rings fight. Um, and then, uh, there was an awesome comic. I think it was the Green Lantern anniversary issue that came out not that long ago where they were talking about how guys bravado and smack talking and all that, like how Kyle and Hal and uh, John saw through it and they realized that he did that so that the attention was on him so that he would be the one that the bad guys would shoot at and go after so he could protect his friends. Yeah. So, you know, all that stuff. I mean, he, a lot of my friends razz me because I like the character so much. They say he's the worst Green Lantern, but he's just, we all know John Stewart's the worst Green Lantern. Um, But uh, (laughs) has Guy ever blown up any planets? No. <laughs> Guy has not blown up planets. That's true. He also but, wasn't possessed by Parallax, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, so Guy's the best. I think we've established that. Well, you know, that's uh, that's that's something. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something. Well, I'm just glad he doesn't have that ridiculous bowl cut anymore. <laughs> no, no, he's, he's got rid of the bowl cut and the the uh, <laughs> the turtleneck. <laughs> he's less than the bowl cut and the turtleneck yeah, in the 80s. Yeah. I, I really liked um, the way that... Uh, they, they they were all of them were described in um, uh, Green Lantern Rebirth when they fought Ganthet that was possessed by Parallax mm-hmm. and he said that Guy Gardner's ring was the only one that made a sound <laughs> like it was just this big boom and that's I, awesome and I thought and you know it, everything you're saying I was like yeah this is, is so fitting for the character yeah like, you know just like loud obnoxious but like that's what he wants he wants the yep. attention he wants the attention yeah and and I kind of like that there's you know. It, the different philosophies that different superheroes have, it's like, 
you know, like, that's why I missed the yellow oval on Batman, because, you know, in The Dark Knight Returns, like, he says, like, it's a it's a target, so mm-hmm. people are looking here, mm-hmm. and, and I was like, well, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, that's and then, true. And then they kind of, you know. Got rid of it, yeah. They, well, they, they, it's like they bring it back, and then they don't, and they flirt around with it, and I'm just like, yeah, just, just, we, just bring it back, man. Yeah, you just know? bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I think Robert Pattinson would look weird with it, but. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> um, but, you know, whatever. No big deal. Um. So anyway, uh, I think it's your turn now. What's another hero that you think is underrated or villain that's underrated in DC Comics? You know, it's it's funny because I think I I get really I get really into the stuff that James Gunn was doing with uh, like uh, Suicide Squad and um, and Peacemaker and a character like Starro, you mm-hmm. know, who mm-hmm. is it's kind of hard to get right, yeah. you know, and, and he went really the, the other way, making him very horrific, Yeah, which I thought uh, was, I, I, I'm sort of blown away by it, right, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because, and then there was in Scott Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> Jaro. Jaro. Oh, my gosh. How'd I do, Dad? <laughs> it's just like he's, like he's dressed like a little Robin. Yep. And, You're my favorite Robin. You're yeah. just saying that. No, I mean it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because Scott Snyder was definitely drinking whatever grant morrison drinks oh my gosh yeah he just got he just got weird as that went weirder and weirder did you ever read grant morrison's jla run you know i read parts of it Mm -hmm. um which is weird that i haven't read it because i do like grant morrison Mm -hmm. i have to give it another another chance one of these times because i was not like too enthralled by it uh the the first arc which ended up being like the white martians Mm -hmm. was, was okay but what i really liked and one that i revisit is uh like starro takes over part of uh I think it's North America, and so like from space you just see like Star over, over the United States, mm-hmm. which is pretty scary. <clears throat> yeah, uh, and and I think it's the the Sandman who like puts the Justice League to sleep so they can go into, you know, the the minds of the people and try and free them from Starro, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty interesting. And it's one of those things that it just it makes me laugh because it's like, you know, like oh that'll never work in a movie, you know, mm-hmm. like and mm-hmm. you even have. Um, uh, I remember Bruce Tim in interviews, you know, they were like, oh, you never did Starro on, like, Justice League. And and I think there was a Batman Beyond episode that had him when Mm -hmm. Batman was Mm -hmm. being recruited to the Justice League. But he was like, I'm not a big Starro guy. I don't get I don't get the appeal. And and I kind of thought the same thing. I was like, yeah, like, how would you even do that? Mm -hmm. And then they found a way. (laughs) Yeah, he was legit terrifying. Yeah. In uh, Suicide Squad. I I remember thinking that, too, because, like when the thing attaches to people's faces, like, mm-hmm. it's it's a death sentence. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas like in the comic books, you know, Superman just, you know, you know, shoots it with a laser, his, his heat vision, and it just shrivels up and falls off someone's face. Yeah. And they're fine. I'm like, it actually kind of makes more sense, like realistically, you know, quote unquote. Uh, <laughs> realistically, when an alien starfish attaches to your face, you're probably going to die. Yeah, it's, it's just going to just rip <laughs> your face off, you know? And, you know, Nicholas Cage style, just rip it off. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right, folks, I'm leaving. Have a good one. Love that movie. We're doing what? <laughs> this is the Face Off podcast. Thank oh, you so dear much. God. You love Face Off? I actually do, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's a great uh, movie. I'm in, I'm in physical pain right now. It's <laughs> <clears throat> a lot of fun. Uh, it's something. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that trilogy of Nick, Nick Cage movies, uh, The Rock, Con Air, and Face Off, all came out within like 18 months of each the other. The Rock was awesome. I Con Air was pretty awesome. Face Off was not awesome. I love The Rock. The it's Rock great. was great. It's a great movie. Hey, look, we like made a circle there. We were talking about The Rock, the person, and now we're talking about The Rock, the movie. Oh, yeah. 
Look at that. Worked out. Yeah. And that's it. Hey, uh, no more underrated characters. Well, I have one more. Do we yeah. have time for one oh, more? Plenty of time. Yeah. Um, when you, this is a good segue because you brought up the Suicide Squad. Right. Another guy I was thinking of was Deadshot, Floyd oh, Lawton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he is yet another guy, and you've probably seen a trend here of like, you know, tough on the surface, but underneath has a good heart. Yep. Um, and I know, I feel like I bring this run up every single podcast. So mm-hmm. people who listen to me, if you haven't read Gail Simone's Secret Six, you have to read it. Very good. Um, because Deadshot, it'll make you fall in love with Deadshot. Plus the old John Ostrander stuff from the 80s, which I also read. It's mm-hmm. kind of funny. I, I read a lot of comics in the 80s. And then I like skipped the '90s, mm-hmm. which I've heard I haven't missed too much. No, you didn't. And then I came back in in the 2000s, <laughs> yeah. up until today. And so, like Justice League International, Suicide Squad, like those are the ones that I got into in the '80s. And mm. Deadshot is just so awesome. You know, this guy who says that he, you know, has no self worth and he wants to die and stuff like that, but yet he does these little subtle things where you see that he does have a humanity and does have a heart. Like when he pulls his shots against Batman. Yeah. You know, like he admitted to doing that in one comic um, where in Secret Six he uh, went to the doctor, Black Black Alice, uh, who had no control over her magical powers, mm-hmm. probably gave her father cancer because of the powers that she absorbed randomly. Uh-huh. And when Deadshot goes to the doctor's office and, and like has the gun up against the doctor saying, you will not tell her that this is her fault. And if you do, I will come back here and kill you. Like, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that is just, you know, classic Deadshot. It's yeah, like yeah. The, the ferocity, but like a code underneath. I, you know, <clears throat> that's, that's a character that, uh, and I think as as good as he is, you know, like Will Smith might have been miscast a little bit because because yeah. we kind of expect Will Smith. Well, you know, we used to at least <laughs> expect him to be the nice guy, yeah. and you know, before he starts smacking people around. Yeah, right. But uh, when so, he wasn't acting like Will Smith in in that movie, he did pretty good, I yeah. thought. But when he started like pulling out his kind of like Will Smith joking. You know, like his manner of delivering comedic lines. Yeah. It's like, no, dude, what are you doing? I mean, we all, yeah, you know, that movie's famously a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's, it's, I still think it's fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think there's, there's so much to be desired with what it could have been. Um, when he stood on top of the car and just like gunned down like 30 of those Enchantress's bad guys, I yeah. was like, okay, that's Deadshot. Uh, that was yeah. cool. And, and I, and I love the, and, and it's like, you know, we'll, we'll stay on this tangent here for a minute. It's like, and you know, I think you're the same way. We've talked about this a little bit in the past, like, uh, uh, like having like the father daughter stuff. Like, it's mm-hmm. becoming a parent. It just it changed. Like, I never thought it would. Uh, and when I, people were like, "Oh, it changes everything," I was like, "Well, maybe some stuff, but no, it really mm-hmm. does." Because mm-hmm. I watched uh, that movie, The Mitchells versus the Machines, mm-hmm. on Netflix. Have you seen mm-hmm. that? Because mm-hmm. um, at its heart, it's there is very much a father daughter bond in it, and yeah. I was like weeping during it. And I was really? like. I was like, oh, my God, this ridiculous movie. It's so much fun to watch. I highly recommend. But, like, I'm just sitting there going, this is great, though. Like, there's, there's, a, there's a reality to it that's really great. And I love that about Deadshot. You know? I, I got to admit, on, that, on this tangent, I got a little bit misty-eyed in the beginning of Love and Thunder. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, when you have a kid, it does change things. And when, you know, that – and I don't want to give away too many spoilers here, but, you know, yeah. that the daughter scene in the beginning, I was like – that's not that's not right. That's yeah. not right. I got really sympathetic toward the villain. It, yeah, it's and I hope Christian Bale could have pulled that off too. Oh <laughs> my gosh, he was so good in it. Yeah, yeah. he's fantastic. But, um, 
And and that's the other thing is that I'm not I'm I'm joking to myself thinking like oh you know Batman's fighting Thor, uh, but at the same time like I, you literally don't see any of his Batman in it like no. he's a completely different character, yeah. um, which I think is tough for a lot of actors like sometimes I just feel like they're like Paul Rudd is basically Paul Rudd in all of his movies <laughs> yeah you know? yeah yeah it's not a bad thing because I like Paul Rudd mm. but uh, at, at least like with The Rock he's he can be whoever he needs to be, even if he's just being The Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Jumanji movies, have mm-hmm. you seen those? Mm-hmm. Like, I was surprised how much I enjoyed those. Yeah, they're fun. I was like, I was like, wow, this is not bad. No, yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that Kevin Hart would annoy the hell out of me, and surprisingly, See, I think Kevin Hart's hilarious. But I know, I know that <clears throat> there are people that hate his guts, but I think he's hilarious. I, I just think he can be grating sometimes. Yeah. Uh, like I watched. Uh, What's the movie called? Ride Along, and I just got super annoyed. Yeah, I actually didn't see that one. Yeah, it just like he just annoyed the hell out of me in that yeah. movie. But, but he's funny, and if, if he can be toned down a little bit, <laughs> yeah. I think he's funny. Um, but uh, yeah, no, those are uh, those are good choices. Right there. I loved in the beginning of Secret Six when there's a scene where Catman. Which right there, I mean, if, if Gail Simone can make Catman a good character, you know that it's good writing. Yep. Um, Catman and Deadshot go to like a quickie mart. Do you remember that scene? Yeah. <clears throat> and the quickie mart's getting robbed. Uh-huh. And they're just walking around completely casually. Like they yeah. just, you know, and they're just having this big like existential discussion about life and, and, yeah, <laughs> and what's yeah. right and what's wrong. And these gangsters are like screaming at them like, well, get on the floor, get on the floor, stuff like that. And they just are ignoring him. And I love when Deadshot says, he just turns to him and the guy's holding his gun sideways. And Deadshot's like, first of all, respect the gun. And he like moves the guy's hand yeah. like uh, to be facing the right way. He's like, your accuracy will go way down if you're holding it at the side. And yeah. like, that. like he just goes into this huge speech. And then they wind up kicking the crap out of the criminals. And yep. like, I think he cuts outside and one of them flies through a window. And, yeah. <laughs> and they wind up doing the right thing, yeah. you know, but uh, yeah, so... If I could recommend to our listeners, definitely read Giffen's 1980s, um, uh, Justice League International, Ostrander's 1980s, Suicide Squad, and Gail Simone's 19, or no, 2000s. I think it was like 2005 or yeah, 6. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. Secret Six. I, I highly recommend Secret Six. and Oh, and 52. We and mentioned 52, 52 for yep. good Black Adam stuff and good Booster Gold stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, that's, and that's the thing is that I... That's kind of the only reason I'm bummed that Legends of Tomorrow got canceled was because like Donald Faison was going to play Booster Gold yeah. and Zach Braff Oh my said, gosh, that would have been the he, best. He, he said, I'll, he's like, I don't really know comic books, but I know Blue Beetle is his buddy. Oh, so that would have been so I'll, amazing. I'll be in season eight or nine, whatever Turk. it's going to be. Turk would have been so freaking good like, at it, uh, It's just like, like you, you had it. You had, you it, had right it right there, there. And there. You screwed it up. Um, well, I think they, and this is a side thing, but I think they need to put the CW shows to bed. They, uh, they definitely do. Uh, I, it's funny because when they, uh, most of them started, <clears throat> I was just enthralled. Yeah. And as, and first I, season of Flash was really freaking good. It's like perfection. Like mm-hmm. peaked in the first season. I actually bought it on DVD mm-hmm. or Blu-ray because I was like, this is something I want part of my collection. Um, first two, like season two of Arrow is just like perfect. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I don't know. From then on, it just was like, hey, you guys could have stopped. Like, and, yeah. and that's sort of that's part of what I like about the streaming stuff. At least is like, at least for the most part, like there there are only a few episodes, like you know, six to eight, maybe ten episodes. It's mm-hmm. like that's perfect. You know, like you get you get like you know, like with Peacemaker, it's like you get you get a good enough story, you know, for like eight hours, whatever mm-hmm, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't feel like there was much filler in it. Yeah. Although the downside to that is we also don't get a lot of 
like villain variety mm-hmm. in some of those. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a bummer. Uh, but but I'm still looking forward to like the Penguin show that they're gonna do mm-hmm. uh, and all this stuff. It's like yeah, like this is this is good stuff. You just you're you know you're doing 22 episodes and after a while I'm just like okay like okay we get it like Barry <laughs> needs to be faster because yeah. the, the villain is faster than he is and <laughs> sometimes you know you wonder what could have been if they would have had Grant Gustin play the Flash like if they would have rolled those shows mm. into the DC universe. That would, I think, made Justice League better. Then they would have probably stopped those shows short of like going on for too long. Yeah. And uh, but just Warner Brothers decided to not make those things part of their connected universe. Yeah. Which is, you know, again, they've gone on for so long. It's probably a good thing they didn't. But right. would they have gone on as long as they did had they been rolled into the movie universe? I mean, probably not, <clears throat> and probably would have been for the best too. Yeah. Because then. People would, That's what I'm saying, yeah. People would have been like, what other characters can we see? And we maybe we would have gotten a Booster Gold TV show. Yeah. Uh, we would have had an established Flash, an established Green Arrow, along with Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, who had their own things. Um, Aquaman, you know. So yeah. it's like, yeah, what could have been? DC definitely, even though I'm a huge fan of DC, way over Marvel, DC has just dropped the ball a lot. And like you said, they don't really have much of a plan right now. They're just making stuff. Yeah. Which on one hand is kind of cool because it leaves, you know, that openness for license and, and taking risks. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's like you look at Marvel, which continues to just knock it out of the park. And it's like, oh, I it, wish we could have had this too, you know. It's 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 really a shame. But it's also like, I don't know, like there's, there's just so much, you know, like getting like WandaVision and – Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and all that stuff. It's like, it's like, dude, like I, I, I think I need a break. <laughs> you know? I do wonder how long this gravy train is going to keep chugging along. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, when will be the point where people collectively say, you know what, I'm kind of done with this. Yeah. But I always thought, and I think I've told you this before, that they should have wrapped it up with Endgame. That would have been like yeah. the perfect story told over ten years with like twenty movies. Yeah. But I mean, it was way too profitable. They were never going to do that. Well, it, what they could have done after that, I think, is maybe kept like the Disney Plus stuff going, but then like rebooted the movies. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like, like why not? You know, the, the multiverse is open now, right? Yeah. So, right. Which is almost worse in a way when you think about it. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, but. That's a discussion for another. That's another day. podcast in itself, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, well, this was a lot of fun. You yeah, know? it was. Yeah, uh, we. Uh, it, it's always a blast talking to you about comic book stuff. Definitely, man. Definitely. And, um, I'm always really surprised when um, I don't know, like we we can just sit here and just you know the time just flies, just mm-hmm. going on and on, and then suddenly we look over and it's like, oh, it's been like you know, yeah. 45 minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, what what are you looking forward to with? Black Adam the movie and the future of DC. I really do want them to try to put it together in a combined universe at some point. Mm-hmm. How exactly they're going to do that, you know, I thought the Flash movie would be the way to do it, but now with Ezra Miller being, you know, falling off the deep end and that movie's future in a little bit of jeopardy, um, I don't know if that'll be the way to bring it all together. Yeah. But, and I don't know how it all necessarily fit together. Like, do you bring... Although we know that Yaquin Phoenix is not going to be in there because they cast Barry Cogan to play the Joker, right. which he was incredible in that deleted scene. Just, just that five-minute scene was amazing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so that's going to be standalone. But it would be kind of cool to see like all of this stuff kind of brought together eventually. Yeah. And I, you know, maybe they're just taking it slowly, and that's the plan down the road. Yeah. But like, I really don't think the Joker needed a sequel. No. 
no, you know, I, I and it's like it was a great standalone movie. Mm-hmm. We didn't need a, a sequel for it. Like, we have another Joker now who's going to be in the Batman sequel. We've mm-hmm. got a new Batman. The first movie was a success. Focus on that. Yeah. Bring that Batman into the, the DCEU with bring Henry Cavill back. We already got Gal Gadot. Yeah. You know, kill off Batfleck because <laughs> you know somehow. I mean, they could easily have him die in the in the Flashpoint movie. I, I think that is going to happen. Yeah, because from what I've heard, it's going to be Michael Keaton's going to take over. But then again, the only other thing he's done is that the Batgirl movie on HBO yeah. Max. Um, but I don't think he's in very much of it. So hold on. So like, <laughs> Michael Keaton's back as Batman beyond the Flashpoint yeah. Flash movie. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's bizarre. It it it's a it's a choice that they made. <laughs> Oh, oh dear. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. So we went from an old Batman to an older Batman. Yeah. I'll oh, let Pattinson do it, man. His yeah. movie was a success. Just let him do it. I can't believe he's – I think he's he's a, just a little bit older than me. Like, because, you know, I'm, I'm 35 now. So I, I think he's like 36, 37, yeah. something like that. I'm just like – I'm like, man, he's just getting started. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. My life is ending. I don't think. I don't th- what? Jeez. I don't think they even know what they're doing. But well, I mean, I think they do with like it's like they do with certain stuff like the Batman. Matt Reeves knows what he's doing, like you know, because I I I feel like that's we're in good hands there. Mm-hmm. Um, Joker, who knows? Yeah. Um, but that's sort of a play by play kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like with the rest of the stuff, it's like. You know, it's been a while since we've heard anything about uh, like the next Wonder Woman movie. We've barely seen anything for the new Aquaman movie, um, it's which just, is another one that, because of Amber Heard, is you know up in state of flux. And it's like, what what is going on with yeah. some of these? You know, these DC movies are getting cursed or something. Something I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, either way, that I mean, that whole thing was just a train wreck from. St- top to bottom it's like i don't want people knowing my business why is this being televised because people are uh, they unhealth unhealthfully they're unhealth they (laughs) i think i'm having a stroke they worship celebrities and we have like an unhealthy devotion to them and obsession with them and um yeah so i i definitely agree with that jesse's uh jesse's mom uh you know my best friend jesse's been on the show uh he's his mom has said that like in our group texts and and but then again she's also like talking about it too i'm mm-hmm. like okay but like we're all talking about it. i don't want to talk about it i don't yeah. even care yeah. Yeah. Like, people at work going like oh did, did you hear that johnny Depp won the thing and i'm just like i don't care like, well it's interesting people are talking about like boycotting the movie if they don't edit her out or severely limit her time on screen yeah it's like if we didn't if we boycotted every movie that has an actor that did shady stuff we wouldn't be seeing a lot of movies yeah you know, but I mean, I can see it on one hand, but on the other, it's like, I don't know. I don't know what the right call is. I don't know if <laughs> Ezra Miller, I think he's just on a self-destruction course, you know. That's a person that needs. He needs help. Needs help. He like, legit needs help. Yeah. So it might be good to recast him after the Flash movie. Which um, they can totally do. If they're recasting Ben Affleck with Michael Keaton, yeah. they can recast Ezra Miller with I don't know. John the Flash Wesley, movie could be their moment. The, <laughs> the, the Flash movie could be the time when they bring it all together. Yeah. I'm just afraid they're going to not do that. Right. And I, I don't know. I I was super excited for the movie. Now my excitement's tainted. I agree. 100%. Yeah. But uh, Maybe that'll be our next topic. What yeah. do we want to see out of the Flash movie? I want to see Ezra Miller 
pay for his crimes <laughs> in real life. Um, but uh, anyway, well, uh, you know, despite all that negativity, like this was a blast, though. This was. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, so folks out there, you know, you can reach us at uh, four comic junkies at gmail dot com. Also on Twitter. Um, yeah, let us know what you think of those uh, series we recommended. Yeah, uh, we, you know, they're they're all in DC Universe as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, DC Universe Infinite, uh, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> but you know, uh, you know, go go read some comics, man. What are you doing listening to this stupid podcast? I know, read, right? read read comics, you jerks. I'm sorry, you're you're all very nice, and I and I love you all. No, do you think they believe me? Do you, no, do you no. Oh, is the mic still on? Oh, oh crap! Damn it!